This episode of The Commonplace is brought to you by Josh Kern, who told me, 10 years ago, that the woman he married would be homeschooling his children. And here I go. The Commonplace is a podcast for the new homeschooling mom delighted by the ideals and principles of a classical Charlotte Mason education, but who feels unsure of how to get started on the practical side of nourishing a soul on the good, the true, and the beautiful. I hope you find camaraderie here as we get our bearings in the world of old ideas and old books, of wisdom and virtue, and of the means of grace by which God works in this world through the Commonplaces, which includes your home. So, if you're like me, trying to offer your children an education unlike your own, and wondering if you can create an atmosphere, a discipline, and a life of such richness, I'm here to tell you, I think you can. I'm your host, Autumn Kern, and I'm pleased to welcome you to The Commonplace. Hey there, welcome to episode 00 of The Commonplace, which will hopefully tell you a bit about the podcast and what's coming in the first season. I'm Autumn, by the way, and I'm really glad you're here. Classical education is one of my favorite things to talk about. In fact, over the last couple of years, I've really developed a knack for bringing it into almost any conversation I'm having. It really doesn't matter what you want to talk about. You could say, hey, Autumn, what's for dinner? And I would find a way to make it classical. In fact, now that I'm thinking about it, Feasting is about formation, and education is all about formation. So there you go. See, we're going to have a lot of fun together. This podcast has been talked about in some form for about two years around my house. When my husband first brought it up, I laughed about it. Why would I talk to other people about homeschooling? I was at the beginning of my own research and reading about classical education. I had and still have a bunch of young kids. I wasn't 10 years deep into homeschooling, I hadn't graduated any kids, and I can't really tell you what happens after year one. So I just let the idea go. But during that time, I was reading and I was learning and I was talking ideas out with pretty much anyone who would listen. And I probably talked to some people who weren't listening. But I started ordering my home, meaning my habits and my rhythms, to align with what I was learning as I studied education. I realized it gave me a framework to take the larger biblical ideas I wanted in our home and enflesh them in a way that made them really practical for the day-to-day. I think one of my biggest mind shifts during my first few years of studying education was that we are not primarily thinkers of things. This was huge for me because I had always thought about school as a place where you go to learn facts and maybe how to think if not exactly what they want you to think. But in reality, we're actually all lovers of things. So education is about rightly ordering our heart's affections in a way that pleases God. And that, my friends, is very different than school. So it's easy for me to understand how a mom falls in love with a classical Charlotte Mason education. They're the obvious fun parts, right? Like tea time, nature journals, and everyone snuggled together with popcorn to read the Chronicles of Narnia. But I think the thing that really grabs a mom's heart the main thing, is that she has realized she can educate her child in a way that nourishes her child's soul. Our modern education system does not see a child's soul. They see a brain in need of facts. A classical Charlotte Mason education sees a child as a born person, one with a mind, soul, and body, and with a need for the good, the true, and the beautiful. This is an education about ideas and ideals. As our friend Charlotte Mason said, education is an atmosphere, a discipline, and a life. 
It doesn't happen from seven to two in a building separated from the rest of your life, studying subjects separated from one another so that you can one day get a job. Instead, it's a grace-filled, lifelong pursuit in forming a whole free person. One who, yes, of course, has skills, but one who is wise and virtuous and who loves God and neighbor and who rightly understands his or her place in the world and why that's a good thing. And so recently, when the idea of the podcast came up again, I thought, I actually do see a hole in the classical world that I think I might be able to fill. It seems like many moms are caught up in the overall vision of a classical Charlotte Mason education, but once they get down into the weeds of reading, learning, and applying, eh, it gets a little murky. You'll notice everything mentions Plato or Plutarch. And classical educators toss out phrases like teleological ends, masterly inactivity, and philosophical anthropology. Or, my personal favorite, twaddle. There's a big learning curve to this classical thing. And that's why I'm starting The Commonplace. I want to bridge the gap between the starting line of the homeschooling journey and the resources in the classical world. I want to be your, and I know this sounds nerdy, but I want to be your homeschooling Virgil, leading you from the ideals floating high in the sky down to the dirt so you can really wrap your hands around them and start planting them like seeds in your children's lives. Because despite what you've seen from the homeschooling hashtags on Instagram, you don't actually need a closet full of linen dresses or crayons that look like twigs to do this. What you do need is a home built on rich relationships, rhythms, and literature. And now that I've poked fun at Instagram, I'm going to do my other favorite thing. I'm going to debunk something for you. There is no formal schooling during the first six years of a child's life. No, really, I know. This instead is a time for building habits, establishing foundations, and proper self-education for you as a mom. And that's what we're going to talk about. So in this first season, we'll explore the basic ideas of classical education, principles of habit training, the moral imagination, and the heart of virtue, becoming a classical mom, and more. And I'll tell you now, I'm really looking forward to diving into why you and your children need fairy tales, pagan myths, and magical wardrobes. I'm also curious if I'm the only mom that squirms when she reads Grimm's fairy tales to her own kids. All right, now before I wrap this up, I should probably comment on the name. Two things about The Commonplace. First, I know that classical education has a bit of an elitist reputation. In fact, I've known a few people who really make it seem that way. But this is a commonplace education meant for everyone. And I'm hoping in our time together, you'll see that that's true. Secondly, do you know what a commonplace book is? It's essentially a place where you record all the quotes from things that you read. So I actually have a commonplace book and I try to get my friends to start commonplaces all of the time. And I will require them of my children in our homeschool. So. That's where the name comes from. But anyway, I'll be back in about two weeks to kick us off. So bring your coffee because we're going to laugh and we are going to learn. As it's been said, humor is delighted humility and education starts with humility because the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. I can't wait to talk about that with you. This is going to be so good. 